Dermot and Dave's Out Believe Tour with Sky Go! on Today FM. We're having serious crack over here in Australia. Yeah, and it's not all football. We do have to go out and have a little look around, a little walkabout, as they might say over here, at all the wonderful things and all the wonderful creatures that live here. So we visited a place today, our morning, your middle of the night, at Caversham Wildlife Park. Yeah, this is so cool because Australia is obviously famed for its wildlife. And we got a chance, rather than terrifying Maria and telling her there's some kind of a you know, funnel web spider in her pump, uh, we actually got to go around <laughs> and meet some of the more famous wildlife. So we were uh, met at the gate by a wonderful woman called Deb. Yes, and she introduced us to an animal that you have definitely heard of before. Hi, I'm Deb. Welcome to Caversham Wildlife Park in Perth, Western Australia. Uh, we offer the opportunity for people to get nice and close to Australian wildlife here. So, of course, you can't come to Australia and not see koalas and kangaroos. But we've got about 2,000 different our animals here about about 200 species but about 2,000 individuals so plenty for everybody to get up nice and close to excellent I look forward to it I love getting up close to animals good not scared of anything not yes. scared of anything yes. at yes. all yes Far- farmers hate him yeah it's constantly wandering onto the land and <laughs> hugging cows so if I was to introduce you to one of our nice friendly pythons you'd be okay with oh, that I would love a python around my neck if we excellent. can do that excellent yeah, that's what we like Bring to hear to is this one of the pythons that squeeze really tight that's yeah. what I'd like to see the constrictors yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we can yeah. organise that for you. Definitely. Yeah. It'll be painful, but great content, yeah. Dave. That's what it's all about. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, can we talk about galas, right? We can. Because obviously well, Irish people... we got home and away. Yeah, we yes. got home and away. Yes. We know Alf. We know, know Fyma. But here's the thing. Up until Perth, when we arrived less than a week ago, we didn't know a gala was a bird. What did you think it was? We just thought it was like, like we would say Egypt or whatever. Like okay. we thought he was just going, ah, you f- flame in Egypt but he was like he was talking about why did he choose a gala as, as a kind of derogatory term you know I've, I've got no idea because they're stunning yes. stunning birds and beautiful and intelligent so I honestly don't know we'd have to ask Alf himself yeah that's fair <laughs> this is the sound of a gala alright lads you're clapping you're good <laughs> see I can communicate with birds at a, at a certain level so the sound like Jamie's you're coming in Pink and grey and white, the galas are. They look like parrots. And probably Australians are like, what are you talking about? They're not parrots. Uh, but they're really cool. Uh, the next thing that we did was we got to go into a little enclosure where the koalas live. And they are all so massively cute. Uh, we met Lockie and was it was it Eric? Eric? I think it was Lockie and Eric. Anyway, have a listen. We met, we met some koalas. This was so cool. They require a lot of care. Mm-hmm. Um... In fact, they're the only species here at the park that we have three staff all day, every day, just based with them. So what kind of stuff do they need help with? It's, it's all to do with their food. Um, they're pretty fussy eaters. And we've got uh, about 60 koalas here, so it's a lot to feed. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of eucalyptus to go and cut each day. Uh, and just because it's a eucalyptus tree doesn't mean it's a yummy one. Doesn't mean, right. it's, doesn't mean it's going to be the one they want to eat. So we're cutting lots of different varieties each day and making sure we've got plenty for them to choose from. Do you get really annoyed when people say koala bears and, of course, they're not bears? Look at... Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm glad you admitted it. <laughs> um, yes. No, just, you know, annoyed that that education hasn't really got out there into mm. the world as far as it should. Right. Um, so we're, you know, trying to... Start with the young ones, teach the next generation. Eventually, we'll be able to stop it. Yeah. 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 No such thing as a koala bear. So what does a koala actually sound like? It's a bit like a... Well, the koala... Sorry, the koala makes a bellow. 
if we're talking about that mating noise that you're mm. talking about, mm. that's the bellow. But communication between them, like this, for example, if Ned comes along and sits in Eric's spot and Eric's saying, I was there first, then they're quite quiet in communication. But yes, in breeding time, the bellow is quite loud and probably not what you would expect from a koala at all. Um, I'm not very good at it. I'm not saying with Deb, but you know, well, we're, really, you know we're, we're angling towards, can you please do a koala bellow for us? I knew that was coming. You'll have to... Well, give us your best bellow. Get that on YouTube. No. <laughs> Go on, it's no, very okay. deep. It's very rumbly. People say it's like a cross between a pig and a lion. Oh, okay. <laughs> not like that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> It was a resounding no uh, from Deb. That is not the sound a koala makes when it's mating. A bellowing koala. I'm glad you can't make the sound a koala makes when it's mating, to be honest with you. Mate. <laughs> um, now, Dave did promise, you heard him, he said it, uh, you know, on camera and into a microphone that he would put a python snake around his neck. Did he actually have the courage to do it once he was presented with said python? Well, we moved on from the galas uh, into the reptile enclosure and we got to uh, meet a very particular snake uh, called Onyx. Uh, that's not a bush accent I'm hearing there. Where are you from? Uh, not far from you by the signs of it. <laughs> I'm from I'm from just south of, uh, south of Belfast. Well, how long have you been here? I've been in Australia almost exactly four years. Uh, started off as the backpacker and... Funny enough, I've just been traveling all around Australia looking for snakes. That's kind of my shtick. And I've been working at Cavisham just over seven months now, and I couldn't be happier. It's the first job that I can honestly say that I've loved. I've, I've done some pretty heinous work in Australia to get my visas, <laughs> all the farm work and stuff. So it's just a breath, of, a breath of fresh air to be working with animals like this. Were you always a snake enthusiast at home? What, what's the connection? Well, Quite when I was two years old, I was first a dinosaur enthusiast. Then I learned that they're all dead. So I settled for second <laughs> best. Um, no, yeah, ever since I was a young kid, I would have grown up with Steve Irwin um, TV shows and stuff. That would have started the fascination. I remember someone coming into my kindergarten when I was about four years old, doing very much the same that I do here with the animals and getting kids involved. And, yeah, I've done my degrees back home. I have a zoology degree and a master's in animal behavior and welfare. And uh, that was oh, almost seven years ago. And this is the first job I've actually had with animals. I've bided my time, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I waited for a good one. Give us some, uh, some favorite Chris facts about our friend here. Onyx. Well, as you can see, Onyx has a beautiful black head. We actually don't know why. So it is very distinctive. People like to say that it's so they can heat up their body without having to expose it. They stick the head out of the burrow. That heats up the blood. The blood then goes around the rest of the body. But they've no real proof that that's actually why they do it. So they reckon that really it's because some of them are dangerous snakes because this is a black-headed python, so it's not venomous. Uh, but some of the more dangerous venomous snakes are black, mm. so that they kind of are almost trying to make the head of them look like they're more dangerous than they really are. One of the lovely things about doing all these, you know, very different things that we do in Australia since we got here is we keep meeting Irish people in all these, you know, exciting jobs. Yeah. And people have gone right across the planet and found themselves doing things that they're really passionate about. That, of course, was Chris, as you mentioned, uh, from... Uh, little bit south of Belfast, uh, living his best life there at uh, Caversham Wildlife, Wildlife Park. But well, we got to point out, Dave, that you did say on camera and into the microphones that you would put Onyx, the 
over two meter long black headed python yeah. around your neck. Taller than me, Onyx was. So, well, initially, what I what Chris asked was, does anybody want to handle Onyx? So I put my hands out. He told me what to mm. do to put my arms in and twist my palms upwards, and he put Onyx into them. And then eventually, he said, you can put him around your neck if you want. So I raised him up. I put Onyx around my neck and I held him for what? I don't know, 10 minutes. It was one of the most incredible experiences. If I had a python around my neck before, they are so strong. You, it's really, really hard to describe the strength that you feel from a snake when you have it in your hands. Like the, the, the movement they do, the musculature that is within there, it's just absolutely phenomenal. And I'm so excited to get the chance be that close to an amazing reptile like that if you don't believe dave there is a video of him holding the snake up on today fm's instagram right now on at today fm um and it, it was funny to watch because there's varying degrees of fear in the video dave no fear with the creature <laughs> yeah. um he's got uh, onyx around his neck then i'm standing a little bit further back i'm, I'm happy to be close to him but i, I didn't want to touch him no you didn't and then about 30 feet away is sean <laughs> who is outside the enclosure and refuses to come any further <laughs> Also, point out, Sean is equally as terrified of a snake, a, a, a python mm. that could crush him to death, as he is about a koala who moves at about <laughs> one mile an hour and just wants to eat leaves. I just, regret nothing. Just doesn't want things crawling on him. That's fine. Okay. Dermot and Dave's Out Believe Tour with Sky on Today FM.